Love Talk Radio. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stoned, get started. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad to have you with us tonight for the Big Brother Roundtable Show with the awesome Michael Cowboy Ellis, the runner-up of Season 5 of Big Brother and also a member of the Four Horsemen Alliance. If you'd like to join in the conversation tonight, please do so by dialing one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on the switchboard, make sure that you press the number one key. That lets us know that you are ready to join us on air. Now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Rad Reality Show Network for the Big Brother 18 Roundtable Show here on the Big Brother 18. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't even talk tonight. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Rad Reality Show Network for the Big Brother 18 Roundtable Show. It's August 18, 2016, and we just watched an epic, epic double eviction episode of Big Brother 18 and our host Michael Cowboy Ellis and his special guest Jen City from Big Brother 14 are going to have a lot to talk about tonight. So let's get it started and bring up our host. Welcome, Michael. I'm a little perplexed because I wasn't asleep at the switchboard just then. I'm a little frustrated. Blog talk has given me such a headache today. First of all, I couldn't get on to set up the show. Then, just now, there was a full 18 seconds of 
lag before the clip started, and I was so frustrated. It makes it look like I'm not here pressing buttons when I am. I push the button right after the blog talk lady says blog talk, and the clip doesn't start, and it's frustrating to me, and that's why I was a little perplexed at the very beginning of the show because blog talk is driving me crazy. So welcome, Michael. I wanted to get that out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I got two double evictions tonight. (laughs) And I don't know how I'm still in this house, but I'm going to keep crying because, you know, I should be the one to be voted out. Are you crazy? You dodged a bullet twice, not once, but twice. Stop your crying. Thank everybody, especially go hug Nicole, because you just called her out on national television, and she just saved your ass. I mean, oh, I'm heated too, Cherry. I mean, it's, you know, you would think for her being a super fan, she would know that she needed to thank everyone because it was by saving grace that she, you know, dodged two bullets tonight. And I'm confused myself how it happened. Uh, You know, I feel like it was, I feel like it was a waste of a Thursday night. I feel like they got rid of the easy people. But what I do see, Cherry, is towards the end, the final uh, couple of weeks is going to be fireworks. I mean, literally. I mean, we had some fireworks this week. I mean, but I have to say, P and P is back together. They hugged and made up, made up shook their hands. Uh, I, that was a stupid thought. Uh, you know, I really can't wait to get Gen City on the uh, switchboard because I tell you what. This situation happened in my season, and I want to be able to talk about it when Jen's on it. And, yes, we have Jen City tonight. I am so excited, Cherry. I mean, I am tickled pink, and, um, you know, I I know that you're a big Jen City fan as well, and uh, she's a delight to even be a part of, you know, be around. And she's just – she's got a heart of gold, don't she, Cherry? She does. She is one sincere girl. Absolutely. And she's been uh, watching the live feeds constantly. Uh, she's been watching the, uh, that mostly. She doesn't uh, probably have time to uh, watch the TV version. But sometimes I think that someone that watches the live feeds has more inside of the game than someone that just watches the three days of CBS. Yeah. I just adore her and certainly am so glad to have her, you know, joining us tonight. She is absolutely sincere. She's going to tell you exactly what she thinks and, can't wait to hear her her thoughts and opinions on this season of Big Brother. She is just such a beautiful person, and 
As a matter of fact, she just popped up on the switchboard. So Awesome. Let's bring her up. I'm honored to do so. We have the beautiful Miss Jen City from Big Brother 14 with us right now. Hi, Jen. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. How are you, girl? How are you how you doing? How are you doing? What the hell oh, did we just watch? Beautiful. <laughs> I'm doing awesome, man. Thank you so much for um hitting me up and having me be a part of this. And it's it's even better because I've actually been uh been interested in this season obviously. Uh maybe more so than other seasons. So, yeah. um this is this has been pretty this has been cool, but uh it's been a little bit of a roller coaster ride. We just watch uh some interesting shit go down. So obviously there's a lot to talk about, uh, but Absolutely. I'm super happy to be here. And Cherry, it's great to hear your voice too. Uh, miss seeing you at our fun events that we do. So it's, it's great to be able to chat with you for a bit. And of course, everybody else that's uh, listening too. Awesome. So Jim City, so a couple of questions. So who was you rooting for at the from the get go? And then who are you rooting for now? Has it changed? Who do you think is going to end up pulling this all off? Yeah, uh, man, man. Uh, well, of course, I mean, if you're talking like from the very, very, very beginning, uh, you know, I'm there in New York City. We're at the premiere party. I try not to, you know, I, I try not to get too deep into the cast until I finally see them on the show. It's really easy to do, you know, online, read their bios, watch their videos, this and that, and you could kind of pick your favorites from there. However, I like watching the show and then, you know, checking in on the live feeds and seeing, like, what what's the real deal. And, of course, I, listen, we all know it. Twitter is, like, the best tool ever to keep up with the show because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a busy lady, not for nothing, and I'm not, I don't always have time to see the shows. But on Twitter, I'm actually able to keep up with everything. And, I mean, there's some really incredible fan sites, too, that I check out. And say, and I'm like, okay, cool. I may have missed that. But, I mean, obviously, Big Brother fans are the best and very dedicated to getting all that great content up. So it's really easy to keep up with the show. But at the very, very beginning, I would say Glenn. I mean, he's a fellow New Yorker. I knew he was older, but I was like, man, wouldn't that be a spin? If if Glenn was able to like stay in the game, he seemed like a smart gentleman. But I mean, he was in the house. I just shit, man. That didn't last long for him at all. So that well, didn't work I mean, out. He got, he got robbed. I mean, yeah, it, it, it was an endurance type of competition where you had to basically balance yourself. Okay, let, let's be real. He's a big guy. Yeah, I, he's I feel a big. Like that was just designed for him to go out first and. I'll be honest with you. I was I was actually rooting for him just to see what he brought to the table. I was rooting for him to come back in, and yeah. you know, it's one of those things where he got robbed. Yeah, he he definitely did, and it's you know it's disappointing to see too. Uh, on the flip side of that, I got to meet his family at the New York City premiere party. And they were just really delighted, uh, delightful people. And uh, his and speaking to his wife and family, yeah, his wife was like, you know, is there any advice you could give me for when he gets out of the house and, and this, that, and the other thing? She goes, I know this is going to be, you know, a big roller coaster ride from him, for him. We're all so excited for him. And, you, you know, I was just telling her, I was like, you know, just be really supportive. And it is a roller coaster ride. Cowboy, you know what a pressure cooker that house is. I mean, 
it, it, that house will have you think crazy. You will, you, it's like you're absolutely a nutbag while you're in there. And I, I think people who love doing uh, the Monday Monday morning quarterbacking and all that fun stuff, uh, you'll, you can, you'll never know what it's like to be in the Big Brother house unless you are in the Big Brother house. And that's just really the truth. I mean, you can criticize us all you want. You can talk about our gameplay all you want. Obviously, yeah. there's some brilliant players of the game, all that good stuff. But, man, if that house is such a pressure cooker, and it, and it makes you start thinking crazy the longer that you're in there. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, as in who I'm rooting for now, I was really hoping for I, the person that I was excited for because I was watching her step up and I, I could I could relate to that experience, was Bridget. You know, it's like she woke up, and she's like, okay, cool, I'm awake now, and I, all right, let me let me get my shit together, let me rally, let me, let me, uh, there's a strong woman, young woman inside of her that's, that's like ready to blossom, but it's not quite there yet. I know she was crammed up, you know, Frank's ass, which I, wow. you know, is either a good thing or a bad thing, that's really the question, but I, I, it was great to see her go off by herself and be like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and uh, I'm really sad to see her leave the house tonight, to be honest with you. I was actually shocked. I mean, I thought they were going to backdoor Nicole or I thought something else was going to happen. I, I thought I was like, okay, or maybe I'm thinking too much into this, but uh, I, I was, I, I'm not saying I was necessarily surprised with who, who was nominated, but I was really surprised to see Bridget walk out that door. Well, the thing is, Corey was not going to put Nicole up. I mean, that's, that's his little dance partner, you know? And, you know, I, I, I knew that. I actually thought Natalie was going to go up, to be honest with you. Um, oh, I, I meant I to say Natalie. I'm sorry. That. I said Nicole. My my apologies. I meant to say Natalie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was thinking Natalie as well. And I, it kind of threw me through a loop. And because the thing is, is that, that crazy men's meeting was crazy. You know, Corey's yeah. asking for help, and no one's wanting to give him advice. It's like, God, he's asking what you want to do. And, you know, I felt like Corey was like the coach, and he is a coach. And, you know, I, I felt like he said, hey, are we still together? Are we still on? I mean, that is the quickest meeting I've ever seen. I don't think I've mm-hmm. seen anything go down like that before like it did tonight. Right. But there was yeah, a lot it, that happened this week. I mean, there was there a lot was, that happened this. There was a lot that happened this week, and and uh, like shit went down on the live feeds last night. And I was able to catch up with yeah. some of that this morning. And I was, uh, that's why I, I I suppose that I'm really surprised with, with with something. Well, one, how the show was a bit edited uh, for for today, and then, but I know it's a lot to with everything that went down last night getting that all in one hour show was going to be really tough in the double eviction. But I think we'll um, see some of it Sunday. I think, yeah. you know, sometimes they'll say, you know, hours four, you know, it, um, the last show, this is what went down. I think they will have more time on Sunday to uh, show us what happened. Well, there you go. Yeah. Because I mean, that was. PMP, I thought PMP was done. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, I got a, I have a, there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> there is a lot to talk about with this particular episode. I got to say that, um, Michelle, I mean, I don't know if she needs a care package of tissues or, or what's going on, but, but we, I, I it's like I, I just want to like send her good vibes and be like, listen, the crying, we could chill out on the crying. It's not necessary. Why are you sobbing almost uncontrollably when you're actually staying in the house? I thought that was yeah. a bit backwards. I mean, she should have been like praising each thank one you. of those. It's like, thank you for having me stay here. Thank you. Thank you. And do it. She's got some major damage control to do. Um, Cause now it's just like, <laughs> it's going to be, a bit of a tough road for her uh, moving forward from here, especially with her spilling yeah. all that tea, which I enjoyed. I mean, that was great. I, I felt like we we're getting into, you know, Big Brother, like, oh, shit, this is what we love to watch. But I got to say that uh, all the crying, I could, if I could just hit mute on that, that would be great, you know? <laughs> you know, it, it was funny because I said the same thing, that she should have been very <laughs> thankful at the beginning. Uh, but, yeah. you know, the thing is, is you know, she called Nicole out on national television. She's yeah. She's got to do some butt-kissing now. And, you know, I saw Nicole and her was talking there for a little bit. And, you know, it was great TV. I mean, it was, you know, it was unexpected. And, you know, Cheryl was saying, by the way, Cheryl said hello. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely give her my love. <laughs> she She's smiling. Uh, she uh, she was saying that, uh, oh, my gosh, I just went blank, uh, <laughs> that this, this season they are at least playing the game. You know, it's right. not, you know, an anonymous, you know, straight vote across the board uh, for a certain somebody. You're actually seeing it go three to two or you're seeing it go five to one and, you know, or closer vote. Uh, you know, I, I agree with her. I feel like that they're literally, they're literally fighting for their lives in there, and I think it's going to get even better. I think what has happened is the floaters went out today, and right. you know, I, I think there there's still you know two more floaters in the game that they need to get out, but the rest is you're about to see a bloodbath. Yeah, which is going to be exciting for us to watch. I think that's what we all want to see. Like, I'm ready. I like, you know, at least this episode did make it get me excited, even though I felt like it was a little bit of a roller coaster. I was like, Corey, when Corey won, I was like, oh, here we go. I was like, okay, it's, it's not, it's not what, you know, I I would have liked to seen. I I mean, one thing about the game that we just haven't really seen yet is like a strong woman alliance. Like that will be the day when that right. happens. I remember, I'll never forget talking to Boogie about it when I was on season 14 and he said, that will never happen. That will never happen. And I was thinking to myself, why can't that happen? And I was, and I hate that he's right. Cause I, I feel like that well, might never happen, but there's gotta be, you know, for future game players out there, there's someone, please do this. Like someone create a strong woman alliance of four or more or three or four or something to where everyone does stick together. That would be really exciting to watch because we haven't seen something like that. Uh, the guys are able to just stick through, stick together and stick through it. And it's like, damn, I wish the ladies can do that. 
that would have been uh, that would have been awesome for tonight. It's just like we can't seem to get our shit together. I, I mean, sure, it's our you know this is what happens when you put a bunch of strong Type A personalities in the house. You know, not not all the ladies are gonna necessarily be bonded and get along. But man, I, I could really see a power trio or or something like that go really far in the game if 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 they decided to stick together. But Maybe maybe we'll see it in future seasons. Maybe BB uh, nineteen. Who knows? Well, you know, BB nineteen is going to be like a podcast uh, version, and it's going to be ten weeks. Have you heard that? I have heard that. I think that's pretty exciting that they're going to have it online. Uh, I think that's a, a really interesting. I think it's really interesting to try out and, and see what kind of success that you have for it. Well, I, I think know, it's awesome. Well, Rumors has it it's going to be like a media type, um, like, you know, of a Big Brother. And then there's strong rumors, the Big Brother 20, which we've been hearing that for a while. They're saying it's a, you know, a strong season of All-Stars. So, right. You know, I would love well, to see 20 we, All-Stars. Yeah, I think 20 is a really great number uh, to to make that, have that be an All-Star and plus, it's been, oh gosh, it's been years since there's been an all-star season, and the people who you would want to bring back, I'm sure, are in different places in their lives. So if you want to get those people to be on the show, you've you, you got to start thinking about doing that soon. And I, I've heard wow. the same rumors, but it's like we hear the same rumors almost every year. But for wow. BB20, I, uh, BB20, 20th season, all-star, bring back people from – from all types of from from all different seasons, obviously, but like have different age ranges too. I think that would be really interesting way to to um, change up the game a bit to to you know maybe have people who are a touch more mature on the show clashing with yeah. those who are in their early twenties and trying to figure life out and uh, might yeah. not have the and, same experiences. In season twenty one, it, it looks like and it sounds like. They're bringing Celebrity Big Brother to the U.S. To the U.S.? Wow. <laughs> that would be I, fun. <laughs> I think they're done with 20. I think All-Stars will finish up uh, regular season of Big Brother, and then 21 will turn into a Celebrity Big Brother. But you know mm-hmm. what? I mean, I could see that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I do – I have watched a couple of uh, – you know, UK uh, Celebrity Big Brother. I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of, you know, Frankie's on there this season. I don't know if he's still on there. But, mm-hmm. you know, his crazy butts, you know, in that Celebrity Big Brother UK. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I, 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 I saw see, that. I haven't seen I haven't seen any of it. But I've, I've watched some of the Celebrity UK Big Brother, and I thought it was fun. What, they're in there for, what, two weeks, two, three weeks or something along those lines? I think it's, it's not like long. six weeks. Oh, is it six weeks? Wow. For someone to dedicate yeah, that much time, it's pretty good. Yeah, and I think what it is is I think they're in there for charity. I could be wrong. Mm. I don't know I don't know that for a, a fact. I really don't. I know it's very competitive. There's a lot of, you know, name-calling. Uh, I know that Frankie's getting on people's nerves, what I do see. Um, you know, so it's – I don't know. I, I don't – I work 55, 60 hours a week and then, you know, have a family. And, you know, sometimes i got to say no to certain things. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. I do. You know, yeah, you I, know, I mean, I'm only one person, so. 
Absolutely. And Big Brother U.S. takes up three months of my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot to consider. I mean, uh, I mean, All Star sounds amazing. I, I know that we all always joke, like, hell yeah, we would do that. Absolutely. I wouldn't even think twice about it, but it's also like, where am I at in my life? Like, can I really take three to four months off of my life? And I look at it as as really four months because you need that decompression time when you get out of the house. If I didn't have that, like, month to just, like, get my life together and get my head together and get readjusted to things, I I think it would have been a hot mess, like a super hot mess. So it's it's interesting, the, the, the toll that it takes on you, but... Let's talk about what happened tonight in this double eviction because I love double evictions. They're probably <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I always like to you see know, what happens. I tell you what, it was it was some cool competitions. Of course, I love that they brought back you know Jeff's clown shoe shoe mm-hmm. um, you know balls thing I call it, and uh, you know I I think that's interesting you know because it's a crap shoot you know right. and so I honestly. I thought Nicole was going to pull that off, and, you know, I thought Bridget was almost there as well. And, yeah. you know, it was a very close match, uh, but it's just – it's a that game was just luck. Uh, the mm-hmm. second one was just luck. Uh, yeah. I mean, you almost have a 50-50 shot on, you know, the scenario situation, and mm-hmm. you just hope that you're right. <laughs> Absolutely, and and I mean Corey with numbers. I wouldn't imagine him being good with numbers. So him winning a competition like that is like wow. But but again, it was uh, they were they were kind of both in a way crapshoots. One thing I do want to say though, I gotta say production is killing it because that for that, that the first competition, the HOH competition, that that display looked awesome. And I know they were just backdrops, but it, it looked really really great on TV. Yeah, I was really impressed. Absolutely. Yeah, well, those those that that crew really, they work really hard. So. Right, the guy that is over uh, the games now, he came from the Big Brother Canada, and they brought him here doing the games here, and I feel like the games have improved a hundred percent. Yeah, I re- I've really liked everything I've seen. It looks great. It, it, it everything is awesome. Just really well done. So out of all the competitions, what do you th- uh, think that you would have re- uh, wished that you could have been part of? Well, you know, I, I, to be fair, like I haven't seen all the competitions because sometimes I do keep up with oh. it online. So, you yeah. know, so I'm, I'm reading like hashtags. I'm reading different blogs. Uh, I do like the more the, the, the more mental competitions. I, I, I think those are more, like a bit more fun for me. Uh, the physical competitions, I, I mean, it really all depends. Uh, sometimes those are a crapshoot, too. I mean, I'm, I'm not one for, like, hanging on something for fucking five, ten hours or whatever. But I can't say that I would enjoy that. But <laughs> but I do like uh, the, the, the more mental stuff. Like, I enjoyed, I, I even though they were both crapshoots tonight, like, I enjoyed watching them. And I probably would have enjoyed being in the thick of it, right? You know, getting the clocks, running back and forth with it. But the first one, the HOH competition, I, re- I really did like that one. I mean, it was fast and furious, but it was good. Absolutely. And, you know, with a lot of drama and everything, I'm just curious who's going to be the next HOH and what direction right. it's going to go. I will laugh my head off if Michelle wins HOH. <laughs> 
I mean, I think that would be one of the greatest things to happen because I could only, I mean, I could only imagine because I, I know a lot of people were like, everyone's like, hey, let's get Polly out of the house. Let's get Polly out of the house. And I got to say that this is certainly not the worst idea because they're going to end up handing this guy a half a million dollars, right? If, if, if they don't, if, if no one is like working to get him out, they're handing this guy half a mil, easy. And I and I'm pretty sure he knows this, and and then he and he laughs about it when he falls asleep at night. I mean, I would, but, but <laughs> yeah. Know, Paul, Paul's doing a good job as well. Yeah, I'm really actually I'm really impressed with Paul. I can't say that I liked him in the beginning, but I'm really liking him now. Like he he's he's in the game, like he's in there, and and, and he's making a lot of sense. Um, James has been a, a disappointment for me to watch. It, like, why would you have someone like that come back if if this is all that they're going to do? I don't know. It's kind of like a pushover to me. Uh, well, I'm sure he's you know, a really, really nice gen- gentleman in, in real life. It has nothing to do with him personally. I just, wow. uh, I, I guess I'm just not enjoying this gameplay. So I just don't, you know, the four people that they picked, he was, I was like, oh, James. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Sure. Sure. Well, I know America know, really liked him, so. You know, James is an amazing person outside. I, I got an opportunity to go to his house and uh, hang out with him and some of the uh, last season's cast. And, you know, I someone else brought this up. And, you know, I kind of defended him. And this is kind of what I said uh, to defend him is, and you can relate to this, is, you know, when I met him, it was right after the show. And he still was on – Oh, that cloud, that, you know, uh, that little bubble, big brother yep. bubble, I call it. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of hard to adjust to everyday life, like you were saying. And um, what was so bad is I really feel like what you've done is you he still hasn't came off that bubble. He's still uh-huh. in that shock. He hasn't really... Uh, because his life has been really busy. He's been doing a lot of stuff with CBS um, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it seems like uh, he's still moving as quick as he was when he, you know, got off the show. And so now what you've done is you've put him into this house, and nor was he even ready to play this game. So what he's done is he has found – his safety net with Natalie and he's just there to just have a good time, not necessarily play the game because he's still in this big brother bubble. And because last season he was amazing. He was mm-hmm. a beast at competitions. And, right. I remember. you know, we're, we're not seeing the James that we saw last season. You know, right. I, I, I guess I'm just waiting for him to, you know, maybe he's making a move late. I don't know. But if he's up against Polly, uh, I think he might lose. Right. Well, for sure he's going to lose. And, you know, he says tonight, America, I hope you're ready. And I was like, well, of course America's ready. They've been ready the whole fucking time. <laughs> I mean, of course <laughs> they're ready. They want to see Big Brother. They want to see gameplay. They want to see blindsides. They want to see the drama. Yes, I am sure America is ready, James. We are all ready. But that's a really interesting point to bring up. Um, you definitely can, can get caught up in that, that bubble afterward. And then, 
and then for months afterward, I know I went on tour after that and different things were happening and you're like, you are in this bubble. And then for him to go right back into the house too, holy smokes, like maybe he's, you know, maybe he hasn't even wrapped his head around being in the house for the first time. And now he's back in there again. And he's just like a bit exhausted, but but he's got to wake up because they're going to put his ass on the block before he knows it. And, and again, they're going to be handing this poly kid of $500,000. And uh, it's like, that's all I can think about when I watch the show. I'm like, wow, this, I mean, he's, he's, he's running the house really well. And I, I mean, Paul is stepping up too, which is great. And I, again, I really like Paul. I think he's, I, I think he's going to continue to make some smart moves. I might end up being those two guys. I'm not quite sure, but they got to work on either getting Paulie out or something because that right now is, is the one that could take it all home. Well, I mean, Corey, Paulie's brother, was not a bad player in his season and mm-hmm. would have won if he had took the right person to the end. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And we all know, I mean, people talk about it you know, all the time. Oh, yeah, you're the guy who gave away half a million dollars to Derek. <laughs> tough, <laughs> tough, tough. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it is really tough. That would be really tough to hear, especially when I'm sure he's gone back and, watch the show and he's like, damn, damn, you know, that's, that, that sucks, but, or whatever. I mean, you know, said in his um, intro video at the beginning, I'm not going to choose necessary friendship over money when it comes to, you know, to win a half a million dollars. So Mm -hmm. basically he was putting down his brother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, he's got a really valid point. Uh, you know, maybe he's a member of the family who's going to, you know, who, who could bring it home. But yeah. I, I, I think I, I think one thing that, that, that Paulie did, I mean, he was really showing some ugly sides of himself yesterday on the on those feeds that, uh, uh, you know, I was able to see some of it actually this morning. You know, Twitter was blowing up like, holy smokes, last night. Ah, I was like, what, are you, what is going on here? And so uh, I watched some of it. I was like, oh, wow. You know, he, he came across, you know, very unpleasant. So I think uh, CBS chooses to air that. I, I think uh, that tide will really change over to, like, yeah, Paulie's, let's, uh, you know, everyone's going to be against Paulie, long story short. Right. And, you know, what do you think, speaking of James, I, I'm going to go back to James real quick, mm-hmm. uh, because I know in my season they would not allow this. But him keeping the door open when someone is evicted to go see Joy, because yeah. I know in my season we would have got in trouble. Oh yeah, we would have been read right at. Yeah, because Bridget like kept yeah. that door open for an extra second of there, so they could, everyone could all see. And you know what the what I, you know what I love about watching the show is how excited everybody is when Julie Chen comes up on the screen. And we did the same shit. You probably did the same thing. <laughs> but you are so excited because you're like, oh, my God, another human being, <laughs> you know, because you're always, Absolutely. I mean, you're always any sort of outside, anything that's out of the ordinary or not routine and being in that house and Julie Chen comes on, you're like, oh, my God, yes. Ah! <laughs> and it's like you're so you know, excited. In our season, we try to guess what color uh, outfit she's going to be wearing, and we yeah. would see who would be right. <laughs> Mike, yeah, we have we, a fan call waiting. Oh, yeah, let's talk to him. Awesome, let's do it. 
Okay. We have Eric from Tampa, Florida. Hi, Eric. Hi, Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, how are you tonight? I'm hanging in there. Hey, listen, I am a big Gen City fan, not only of what she does on TV, but of her music. I, I just got to the show late, so I haven't heard her talk much about that aspect. But I, I just wanted to first start off my first question by asking her how the music career is going and what her latest projects are. Hey, Eric, how's it going, man? I'm so glad that you're able to call in. I really appreciate that. Uh, so what? So what? So what I'm doing right now, actually, and it's funny because I'm I'm chatting with uh with my one of uh, someone who's hopefully going to be my new drummer right now. But I'm in the midst of writing the second album uh, after Out for Blood, which is really exciting. Uh, we the last time we played as a full band was late last year, and I wanted to take some. I've been playing in bands and touring and writing nonstop since I was 15 years old. And uh, I had something come up in my life. I wanted to take a little bit of time off. And for the past three months, I've been working on new material, which I'm really excited about. Uh, I hope to be in the studio by the end of this year, recording the second album. So it could come out by spring of next year, spring or early summer. And I'm filming a video for Murder on Broadway, which is off of Out for Blood. I'm filming that video we hope next month. I mean, we have it storyboarded out. The concept is there. I spoke with my director already. That's something that's really exciting. And I've been working really closely with Kitty for our brand-new documentary that's going to be coming out either at the end of this year or the beginning of next year. It is two 90-minute uh, pieces, DVDs, or uh, I, I don't know how exactly it's going to work out, but it's two 90-minute epic documentaries one of it being origins and the next portion of it being evolutions so in the middle when did i go down it was march april of this year i finished filming all of everything that i needed to film for the kitty documentary the the rough cuts that i've seen and some of the footage that i've seen is like absolutely incredible so really takes you on a journey through everything so i'm really excited about that so i'm trying to coincide everything together to where there'll be new Gen City music out and about in the world when the Kitty documentaries come out and also some uh, finally a video off of Out for Blood. So it's uh, it's been a lot, <laughs> but it's well, uh, I'm I will, really I will definitely I will definitely keep a, an eye out for it online. And like I said, I'm a big fan, and I think you're so brave. And can you also tell us, uh, before I let you go on my second question, when was the first time you were molested by a relative, and did you orgasm? Oh, that's awful. Let's get this guy off the phone. What an asshole. That was disgusting. That was so gross. I just so hung up on him, Jen. I'm so sorry. I know. You know, you his, get his first like question this, sounded so. Yeah. That first question, he sounded so legit. <laughs> no, he <laughs> sounded like a. That. He sounded like a cool fan. Hey, these things well, happen. I have like, his phone number, so I can report him. Okay. Yeah. And I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, there's some. As soon as we get some, off here. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, there's 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 assholes all throughout the world. It's all about the the good people. Yeah, the first question sounded legit. What are you gonna do? I ha- but that was and uh, you that was about what you're doing. And I was that? I have his phone number and I know where he's from now, so I can call the Tampa, Florida Police Department and turn him in. Jen, I tell you what, we we've, we've had some crazy callers, 
But that mm-hmm. has to be probably the worst one we probably ever had. Yeah, that's... I'm not surprised. <laughs> there's uh, <laughs> I have you know there's I, I'm telling you from from the BB world to the music world, there's some really crazy people out there. So you know there's I'm not saying that I'm going to sit here and say that I'm I'm completely surprised to get a question like that, but um. You know, right. there's just some gross assholes out there. So <laughs> this is the, the fun stuff. This is the stuff that you get to deal with when people know who you are, and um, and then they have a chance to actually speak with you. And this is this is what they choose to ask you about or something. And I mean, not for nothing. I, I've never had anything. His second question. I've never had anything like that happen to me in my life. No, we know so, that. So that was that just was pretty some... gross ridiculous asswipe that wants to come on and you know ruin something that's fun and, and we're enjoying you know some people have nothing better to do with their lives than to you know right. sit yeah. at home and and it's, be rude and ridiculous and that's yeah, sad that's, sad that's, for them I don't want to be festered mad because, you know, I feel like one of my sisters just was disrespected. But, you know, that's, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> we'll, you know, and I tell you what, I, I'm excited about your music. That was, I mean, I, I think that you're going places. Uh, you know, we we all have dreams and we push through them. But, you know, we, we have reality where, you know, we work, er, you know, every day we work really hard. And I know you do as well. And you know the thing is, is I, you know we'll we'll get told we'll never make it and stuff like that. But I tell you what, Jen, that that pushes me to drive to be somebody. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know really what else to say other than we could just keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, dear. All right. So so who do you, who would you like to see? When HOH, who do you think would really stir this house up even more and make it Big Brother worthy? Oh, man. I mean, it's I got to tell you, it's kind of tough because, Cowboy, I don't know who exactly like, I'm, I'm really rooting for right now. Like, I was really rooting for Bridget because I was like, okay – She's gonna she's gonna pull out that that there there's a fire within her right, and I was and, and again I was I was a bit surprised and sad to see her go tonight. Um, Michelle, I think she could definitely pull it together and and, and do something awesome. Um, I like Paul, I do. I, I I can't say that I was super wild about him in the beginning, but I, 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 Paul I like and and I like him now. I think he could you know, end up doing something, you know, really awesome and exciting. It, it would be cool to see him, you know, get, you know, get further in the game. But I, I, I'm going to stick with the ladies, and I'd like to see a lady win HOH next. If Michelle won HOH next, I would be like, oh, man, that would be – that would just shake <laughs> things up because I know she wants to shake things up, right? So, Absolutely. But it yeah. almost looks like- – Guys gonna end up winning this season, and it, at the beginning it looked like females was gonna win. Right, absolutely. <laughs> you know, absolutely. I, this is the thing is, you know, I'm you know I'm not sexist by any means. I, I love women, and everything, and I know you do as well. This of is course. the thing. This is why I think that women do not do good in a alliance. And right. I feel like. They are emotional cre- creatures, 
and they cannot hold it together, and and that's what I feel like hurts. I would love to see a strong woman alive. I really would. I just mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you get the emotion part of it, and the the game is really hard. It eats you inside. I know. It, I even cried, you know, as a guy, but, you know, it's just one of those things where, I feel like guys do better in that situation, uh, for say, uh, a lot better. I'm not saying that there has not been some great women play that game, but they've won the game. You know, the mm-hmm. ones that have prevailed, you know, make made it to the end, usually wins. Right. You know, if a female makes it to the end in Big Brother, most likely they end up winning. Yeah, absolutely. Or you have two women up against each other uh, at the end. So it's so obviously a a woman wins, you know, but I feel like your man is more dominant and more physical. But you know what? There's a lot of women that could kick my ass. I'm not saying that, but especially now in my old days with my little beer gut I got going on. (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, I feel like I would love to see, like, a Gen City alliance of all females dominating the game. You know, if you suck some hardcore females, like uh, what you got Janelle, put Gen yeah. City, uh, you know, your stronger girls that you know can play the game. You know what, Rachel Riley, Riley is a strong woman competitor. She also mm-hmm. just had some emotions on the side, but she was a competitor. Right. Um, now, I feel like if you put some strong, dominant women in the game, like, say, All-Stars 2, mm-hmm. the girls would hold their own if you stuck that caliber of women in the game. If you put your... Dumb, dumb blondes, I call it. Believe me, I love dumb blondes. But, you know, if you put those in the house, they don't make it to the end most of the time. Right. You know, I think, I, I think, I think with, I think with the women alliance too, I think everyone would be, would bring their own strengths to the game, if you will. You know, that, cause you need oh, absolutely. to. You have to add, so they, there could be just someone within that group that's just going to be the beast at the competitions. Like she's going to just crush it, right? But then you have to have you really do have to have that social aspect because some mm-hmm. of, some of the some of the great you know competitors that, that are women were out there. They might not have the, the best social game ever, but they knew that. But it's like they knew that. And so it's great to have a partner in crime who is good at the social aspect just so they could clean up any sort of mess that you might make. So, I mean, it's just another way to look at it. You know, one, one, uh, have you, do you know who Kel is? Kel? Yeah. From, from what season? Oh my gosh. I would, I would throw out her name. Um, uh, it was season, it was after All Stars, I think eight, eight or nine. Okay. It was somewhere right there. Anyways, she had the social part of it, but she had strong guys with her. She actually yeah. had a, you know, the strong guys with her to carry her uh, so far. She, 
you know, didn't make it all the way to the end by all means, but it was really smart because what she did was she was a she's a strong real estate businesswoman. So she's mm-hmm. very, 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 very smart. And what she did was she got with some strong guys to help her carry her along the way. And you know, that's what you really need. Uh, you know, I I I I tell you what, I liked Frank. I really did. This season was really different for me with his gameplay. And Bridget mm-hmm. got on his, you know, wagon, and she was like this head over heels over him. Yeah. And I think that hurt her game, you know, by far. And, yeah. you know, Michelle had some jealousy issues uh, with that. So you had this little uh, love triangle that kind of messed up all three of their games, per se. You know, right. and – what I don't understand is, you know, these people, more each season, they want a showmance. And when are they going to realize that a showmance destroys your game? <laughs> you know, I understand <laughs> people so have to wait three months. It's almost right. like going to prison. And, right. you know, then they, they want some touch. They want some cuddle time. But, you know... A half a million dollars is better than a showmance. Yeah. Well, the thing I, is, I, like, I, if it's a, like it's, it's just a showmance. I mean, it's going to be just for that duration, and it's you know, typically, uh, I mean, if you work it right, it's supposed to advance your game. Or, I don't know, people do really fall in love, you know, on the show. I mean, we have those examples too, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's and that's like let love rule, man. I think that's really great when yeah, it comes and, to. And Carol, and Cheryl said that the, both girls won, and they were at a show match. <laughs> and, and, and a husband and a baby. <laughs> and a husband and a baby. There you go. But, uh, but yeah, the, I I will say, I, in the beginning, I was like, is this like the hookup season? Everyone just wants to hook up. And, you know, listen, I I get it, man. You, you go through the swap process of getting on the show. You're on the show. You're in sequester for that week. Then you finally get on the show, and you're around these people, and you're like, Hell yeah! Let's 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 yeah. you know let's let's get to know each other. You know, like I get it. Hormones. But the, yeah, the hormones can't help it. It's just human nature. However, you're 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 there to win a half a million dollars, and I think those who are successful are the ones who who tend to remember that. Like, hey man, this money could really change my life. Let me let me just go at it as best as I can, and keeping that in mind instead of getting distracted with the showman's thing. You know, I saw it happen on my season. You know, with Danielle and with Shane. You know, they got really distracted with their own showman's, which and it was weird. So I don't know, but uh, it's it's just a distraction to 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 playing the game. And we saw a perfect example of that happen. She was evicted tonight. Poor Z. I mean, if she hadn't been messing around, flirting with Polly, uh, she probably would have gotten a bit further in the game for sure. So Yeah, I, th- I think Polly kind of did her wrong. And, he totally yeah. did her wrong. He didn't save her with the veto. He could have easily have done that. He was just, you know, and she said that. She was like, well, it would have been nice if he saved me. But it's like, yeah, exactly. It would have been nice if he could have saved you, but you could have saved yourself. Like, you could have been playing your own game too. Absolutely. You know, I – I don't know. I, I just feel like Polly could have saved her and and cleaned it up later. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was one of those things where if you really cared about her, 
you know, if I cared about a woman so much and I won veto, regardless of the conflict, I probably would take her off because it's still quite early in the game and he could clean that up a little bit and she's still in the game. Yep. And that could have worked out for him in jury too. So that was, that was, yeah, that could have, you know, so. I don't know. I I would have taken her off the block, you know. I I had fucking Dan use a veto on me for God's sake. So it's like, you know, and I don't. He returned a favor when he when he absolutely didn't have to. And those two were, you know, close, quote unquote. And um, and he chose not to do that. And I I, I think that's something that when she watches the show, when she chooses to stop and watches the show. She's going to be really bummed out. She's going to be like, man, man, you know, she's she's going to have those like sweet, like, wow, he's really cute goggles off. And then she's going to be like, damn it, man, I could have done this, this and this and I didn't shit. You know, that sucks. Right. You know, real quick, Jen, before we uh, let you go for tonight, uh, yeah. you know, something's brought up to me this week and it, it really, you know, makes you think and. I didn't really have an answer to this, but, you know, these one-way round-trip tickets or whatever, you know, back in the game, you know, this person came up to me and was like, you know, could production, where where is these tickets at when, you know, where they're at? Could production mess with the, you know, with these round-trip tickets? And I said, you know what? I said, I'm probably not going to answer that. Uh, you know, because it's it's crazy. Because I guess the more you think about it, you know, could that happen? You know, hopefully not. But it's like it's also could that make good TV? But you know, in a way, I'll be honest with you. If if someone had the round trip ticket, I would have loved it to happen tonight. You know, yeah. I, I think you know a double eviction to come back and be able to play the game. I think it would have been perfect for tonight. But next week is the last last week that it can be done. So now, in a way, I hope we don't see it because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's done in the last week. (laughs) It's going to make me think, like, was this, you know, rigged? Because that many more people, you know, that has these tickets, you know, it, it does make you uh, wonder what's going on with those round trip tickets or one way tickets. It's true. I, I, I mean, that's a really great point, and I, I, that was something I actually did want to talk about. I was like, where do they, get, like, did they get those tickets and they put them in a safe place for them, or does production hand it to them while they're, you know, walking out to meet Julie? I, I you know, because that's a that's a huge production thing to where they could sway it, however. They wish straight up, you know, unless uh, I I don't see how it couldn't be that way. Maybe it is, and I I might have missed something. And if I did, you know, my apologies there. But I'm 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 really curious to that, and I completely agree with you, Cowboy. If tonight was the night to use it, I really thought Julie was going to pull it up. It was going to say round trip ticket. I thought Bridget was going right back in that house. Tonight would have been the most beautiful night to have that happen. Because it was such a, you know, wild roller coaster, and the, you know, past forty eight hours in that house has been a wild roller coaster. So that would have been like, wow, nice. So now it's next week, and it's like th- th- this would have been the opportunity to have the round trip. 
it would have been like, oh my god, you know what I mean? It just would have it, uh, just nice little bow at the end of the episode would have been really cool. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Sorry, I, I paused a little bit. My daughter had a date with her boyfriend, and I, it's just now ten o'clock, and her curfew was ten o'clock, and I saw lights, and so of course I'm, you know, so what spying is what parents do, <laughs> uh, but you know it's part of life, and you know I tell you what, she's growing up to be a young lady, and it just it tears me up. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. man. That's that's uh, you know. I, I get it. I get it. It's crazy to watch. Absolutely. Well, Gen City, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. You are amazing and talented and beautiful, all in one package. And we do appreciate you calling in and being part of this show. And I cannot wait to see you again. I miss you so much. It's always good to be around you. Uh, you're just uplifting and you're just a good hearted person. Hey man, I really appreciate the kind thoughts and kind words and all that good stuff. And I look forward to seeing you again. You know, well, before we know it, it'll be winter time and you know what that means. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, well, listen, it was, uh, I, you know, I, you mind. know, I love, you know, I love you to pieces, cowboy cherry. You know, I love you to pieces too. Everybody listening, you, much appreciated. Yeah, of course, of course. I didn't really get Pleasure. to talk to you tonight, but we do have one question in the chat room from yeah, Shaitan Joe wanting to know if you're going to SummerSlam. Oh, my God. Tell him I was I was supposed to, but we're having a, a big SummerSlam party uh, here at at the Casa. So we, we were a, a big group of us where we were trying to get box tickets. Uh, the deal didn't shake out exactly how we wanted it to. But uh, we decided we're we're gonna have a big party at the house. But I tell him that I'll, I'll probably be going to NXT the night before at Barclays, so it'll be a lot of fun. I tell the Chi Town, miss you, heart you, kisses. <laughs> there you go. All right, all right, guys. Well, it's a Jen, pleasure. Thank to you talk so much. To everybody. It's great to hear your voice. It's, Good it's, it's great thank to hear you. yours. All right, you guys take care. Bye bye now. You too. Well, I tell you what, it's always a pleasure to have her a part of the show and just be able to uh, visit with her. And uh, she's just a great-hearted person. Um, again, you know, I don't want to go in details, but um, you know, sorry for you know the caller to everybody. Uh, you know, we don't stand for that. So again, I do apologize. But on a positive note. Um, what a great show, Terry. Uh, I, I appreciate you uh, throwing out her name to be able to uh, contact. And, of course, you know, a lot going on, working so many hours. And Terry's like, hey, you should reach out to Jim City. I said, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> so uh, but I want to apologize to everybody. Uh, next Thursday I will not – uh, be a part of the, the Rad Reality Show. I've got to work, unfortunately. But it sounds like um, Cherry will have an amazing uh, co-host next week. And the show will continue like it always does. And talk BB-18 and see who wins HOH and who uh, gets put up. Right, Cherry? That's right. We will have the beautiful, gorgeous 
always lovely Sheila Kennedy sitting in next week, and I can't wait to have her join us and talk about what her views and opinions are on Big Brother 18. You know, she's written a book, um, and I just got my copy of it, and I'm reading it now. And she has such an interesting background, and I just adore Sheila. I've met her a few times, and I spend a lot of time with her very best friend, Vicki. And so it's going to be a lot of fun just to have Sheila here to share her opinions and te- you know tell us what she thinks about Big Brother 18. And then she was also on the only other winter season of Big Brother. So I can't wait to hear her thoughts on, you know, what she thinks about these upcoming fall seasons and just talk to Sheila. So um really looking forward to it. So make sure you're here with us next Thursday for Sheila Kennedy sitting in for Michael Cowboy. So Also, and, well, Cherry, thank you so much for everything you do. Uh, without you uh, putting the everything together and being stressed if we're going to have a show or not. I do appreciate that and I appreciate everyone in the chat room, everyone listening to podcasts and listening to our show uh, with you. Uh, without you guys, this show would not continue. So thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. I know you put in a lot of hours and have your, your kids. I know you're going today with your, your daughter to to school and working on her schedule as well and I know it's it's tough for you as well so I appreciate the time and and effort that you put in every week and the show wouldn't go on without you so thank you so much for everything you do as well and we'll miss you next week well thank you but I know you have obligations as well with work and Thankfully, Sheila's going to step up, and then we'll have you back a week from next Thursday. Absolutely. Can't wait to figure out what's going to be happening by then in two weeks. This house is getting crazy. I know, right? Who knows what will be going on by then. (laughs) So, will you take care, and we will talk to you in two weeks. Sounds great. And I want to remind everybody to join us on Monday for the Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa. And I believe Adam Pock will be joining us on Monday um, at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. So make sure you join us for that. Uh, Michelle is still in Queens, New York, but she will be doing her Manic Monday show as always. So join us here again, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Everyone take care. Have a great weekend. We're going to close the show with Ryan as we always do. Make sure you watch those live feeds because things are getting crazy. So here's Ryan to take us out. Good night, everybody. God bless. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys and thank you all for coming in.
bless you and thank you for listening to the show and it was a great one a great one i want to thank jen city for coming on tonight and thank all of you our faithful listeners for being with us tonight those of you who chatted with me all evening in the chat room love you to pieces and those who will listen in podcast later on at some point when it's convenient for you i love you too thank you for being with us always Again, have a great weekend. Enjoy doing what you do, and make sure to keep those feeds going, and just be kind to each other out there. That's the wrap for us tonight. Take care, everybody. God bless. Good night.